We present, I'm sorry I haven't a clue, the antidote to panel game. At the piano is Colin Fell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Thank you, and welcome to the show. We begin this week with some good news and some bad news. Three of our regulars are able to be with us today. That's the bad news. <laughs> the good news is that they're joined by Mike Harding. So welcome on my right, Mike Harding and Willie Rushton. And on my left, Graham Garden and Barry Cryer. And we start with the game called Double Feature. This is the round that takes as its premise the poverty of the international film industry. For economic reasons, new films have to be made re out of remakes of pairs of old films. And I want you to give me the resulting titles, and I'll award points for anything that approaches humour. And we'll start with you, Graham Garden. I've heard that they're going to combine Gorky Park, Porky's, and Delia Smith's cookery course and come up with Gorky Porky Pudding and Pie. <laughs> Good, eh? Okay, Mike. Well, I thought they might combine Gandhi and Ring of Fire and do a film about an Indian bicycle regiment that lived on Curry and call it Blazing Saddle. <laughs> They're combining Never Say Never Again and Strange Invaders, and they're calling it the Joan Collins story. <laughs> oh. Yes, there if you look for it. <laughs> That's Joan for Collins one story. <laughs> <laughs> right, Willie Rushton. Oh, I got here. Noise is off. <laughs> I know, it's a personal problem. <laughs> Yes, I don't think we don't know. <laughs> Noises off, scream, 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 and cats. And it's called, watch it, lads, Yehudi's having his fiddle reservice. <laughs> I hear that they're uh, going to put together TVAM and breakfast TV and call it quit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they should combine Yanks and E.T. and just call it go home. They're combining rumble, fish, and apocalypse now and calling it the BBC Canteen. <laughs> the, Texas, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Tales from the Vienna Woods and calling it chips with everything. <laughs> Earthquake, carry on nurse and see how they run, which they're going to call simply bedpan. <laughs> <laughs> Economies in television again, they're going to repeat Dallas and show the episodes in reverse order. They're going to call it salad. <laughs> Starring R.J. <laughs> Combine Saturday night and Sunday morning, the long good Friday and never on a Sunday and call it Lost Weekend. <laughs> Any more? Up Periscope and Sincerely Yours. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called Sincerely Periscope. <laughs> Snow White. Any manual and call it seven up. <laughs> I think that's a good enough time to call a halt. Right? Slightly Always too late. stop when you're behind. That's my... <laughs> well, our newcomer Mike Harding has shot into the lead oh. with that. Oh. 
Anyway, this is where I uh, flick through the yellow pages and, and ask the teams to stop me and choose a trade. And then at the end of the program, I'll be asking the teams for appropriate names for members of that trade arriving at their annual ball. I'm going to flick the yellow pages now. Teams, stop me when you stop. wish. Oh, I see that indicated any help. I'm sorry. We've stopped at letter C, page, in fact, 122. <laughs> 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 a lot of A, Bs and, and it gives you And it gives you a choice, which is more than I'm going to do. You could, you, you could have had chamois leather manufacturers or chain and lifting gear testers. Why we've not? Had, we've had them. So we'll do charitable organizations. Oh, great. Right. Yeah. Right. You like that? Right. Yeah. Start thinking, and we'll go on to the next round. Limericks, this is called. I'm going to ask you to make up some limericks that are suitable for broadcasting. So it shouldn't take, shouldn't take us long. I'll give you the first line, and then you take one line each. And we'll start now with a line. A woman once said, what the heck to me? Now. <laughs> uh, you look like a physical wreck to me. You're a leery old gent. <laughs> However, come to my tent. <laughs> Though it doesn't look very erect to me. <laughs> oh. yes. Awesome. Yes. I'm not having that. Ten marks off. <laughs> Divert. Divert. Here's another one then. Let's hear it for old Russell Hartio. He's a bit of a lad for a party-o. You arrive about eight, and you're given a plate. <laughs> of chicken and ham and tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Mark. Graham Garden. Sorry. A Portuguese goer from Chile. <laughs> These get better, don't they, Ham? <laughs> a Portuguese goer from Chile... Once met a young hooker named Willie. <laughs> Me. Um, she started to hook her. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> she let. She said, "Let's play rugger." Half-time score: Chile three, Willie nil. <laughs> Right, finally, w Willie, here's one for you to take up. A cheeky young cowpoke called Hank. <laughs> Went into the woods. <laughs> you never get away with it. With a plank. Oh. Just a warning shot. <laughs> <laughs> for three or four winters, he suffered the splinters. <laughs> but he laughed all the way to the bank. <laughs> Clean up. Very good, Barry. You win that one. Thank you, Arm. We go on now to the... Actually, the score is a bit embarrassing at the moment, so I'll keep it to myself. We go, <laughs> we go on to the round called Word for Word. In this round, one of the members of a team says a word and his partner must say another word totally unconnected with the first, and so on. The other team can challenge and try and prove a connection. And we'll start now. Who wants to start this one? They do. They do. <laughs> Willie Rushton and Mike Harding, will you start us <laughs> off? Get ready to challenge Graham and Barry. Palimpsest. Plank. 
Challenge from Barry Cryer. Connection between Palim and Cest. Such a long word, I thought I should intrude in the middle of it. Palimpsest is a Greek word meaning twice written, and it concerns manuscripts of which one erases the upper layer and writes upon the cleaned vellum beneath. Well, we all know that. Tim wouldn't have known that. So there are two versions. <laughs> That's the connection, first and second version. I knew I was onto something here. Good challenge. Thank you. Oh, I was supposed to show it. Will you start? Yes. Will you start with your word, ma'am? Lamborghini. Thrush. Challenge from Willie Rushton. The diet of the thrush is, is Lamborghinis. Um, <laughs> the famous Italian vegetable. Very anyway, good. yes, very yes, good challenge. Yes, yes. Okay, Willie, you take a word. Caro. Transistor. Tomato. Very similitude. Teak. Turgid. Door. Challenge says from Barry Teak, Clark. well known as the most turgid of woods. <laughs> I read it in a book. <laughs> the Book of Wood Lists. <laughs> By Nigel Reese. <laughs> Who else? <laughs> right, Barry, you win that one. Take a, take a word. Flitch. Challenge from Mike Harding. No connection with anything. What's your defence? Um, I want to hear your side of it. No, I, I'm not here to defend myself. I, then you lose a point. Mike. Bassoon. Hemp. Grunge. Socket. Challenge. Grunge Fair and gone. Socket, a very well-known drag act. Well, very good, Graham. They were on the point of winning that round when you intercepted them, so you and Barry win that one. As we go on to the round, just a minute. This is a musical round in which the team members attempt to sing a song for a minute without hesitation, repetition or deviation. A song is going to start with you, Willie, and it's There Is Nothing Like a Day. Challenge, sir. Hesitation. Hesitation. Well, no. people that count in. It actually starts off. <laughs> 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 Repetition of hesitation. Moment. I'm allowing Colin his brief moment of glory prior to my singing, after which he's lost. And he also has to play Colo Voce, which is not easy. Could you play it again, Colin? I think you'll notice I was doing the right thing. I'm always trying to remember the tune. There is nothing like a day. In the world. A deviation from the key there, I think. <laughs> That was in F where I belong. <laughs> yeah, I think that's okay. Well, you were in the area of the right key, Willie, so carry on. Well, he was on the keyboard, yes. <laughs> there are no books like a female. Absolutely all resembling a person of the opposite sex. Ah, complete and utter inadequacy of alcoholic refreshment. Resembling. Um, a person, not a man. <laughs> and as to as, as to thinking, um, forget it. <laughs> and uh, the same thing goes for acting, <laughs> or indeed attracting. In fact, there's not a thing that's wrong with any person of a male inclination here. Challenge by thing. Well, like obviously, that's how I thought in my about. life. Several yeah. things about. I absolutely thought. right. Thank absolutely you. right. I just think well. 
Uh, Graham and, uh, I mean, Barry and Mike Harding didn't really get a, a look in in that round, which Lucky, took them about 25 we points ahead. <laughs> oh, what a famous round. <laughs> We've just got time for another round of the well-known board game Bordeaux. You remember how it was poised last week, so Barry, it's your turn now to throw the dice. Eleven. Six. Six and five. Oh, dear. Pick up a card. You are Ronald Reagan. Go back to Hollywood. Oh. I go back seven to Hollywood. Right. Onward. That was seven. That was seven, yes, in my book. Plus okay. VAT. <laughs> okay. Right, Willie Rushton. Oh. Four. <laughs> ah, a ladder. Up we go. Oh, no, no, it's a ladder in Joan Collins' stocking. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Britain. <laughs> Graham Garden. Aha, uh -huh. fourteen the hard way. <laughs> Back to Joan Collins again. <laughs> Double seven, right. <laughs> well, that means I move my Sydney Opera House. Oh. Two spaces. <laughs> Into the cellar, and I suspect Colonel Mustard in the, in the gents at Piccadilly. <laughs> Your turn, Mike. One. Uh, community chest. You've been elected Prime Minister of Great Britain. Go straight to Abu Dhabi. Do not pass go. Collect two million pounds. <laughs> Light your son on the way back. We're in the toilets in Piccadilly. Meets Colonel Mustard. <laughs> Well, on that cliffhanger, we've gone now to call my bluff, a game familiar to all those who've seen the television programme of the same name. <coughs> very much the same way. The teams are going to give me four different definitions of a word, and I have to guess which one is correct, and then they'll tell me whether it's uh, true or a bluff. And this week, teams, your, t your word is... Littleton. Littleton. <laughs> Let's start with you, Barry. Well, this dates from the Olympic Games... Um, many of you may have seen the film Chariots of Fire and the two um, heroes as it were of that film were Harold Abrahams the great Jewish athlete who used to run 220 yards but to you 200 <laughs> and um, uh, and, and the Eric Liddell Eric Liddell the great Scots athlete who's a very religious man whose motto regarding athletic events was never on a Sunday which was exemplified in the film. Uh, he later changed his name to Melina McCory and became Elgin Marbles champion. <laughs> but it all dates from him being nobbled. Um, he was nobbled. Somebody introduced um, curry powder and centipods into his pre-race drink, <coughs> and he thus ran 100 yards in 0.34 seconds 
which was computed as being 100 miles an hour, known as a ton. So a little ton, the derivation, a nobbled athlete, little ton. Right. We go on to you, Willie. What about your definition? Oh, uh, mine actually is, is Lytle Tone, is the pronunciation. And it's, it's a new service that British Telecom has brought in for compulsive liars. That you actually lie until you hear... <laughs> and it's quite good. You can talk about Littleton's, for instance, whose record is pretty appalling in this country, particularly Bad Penny Blues. Um, <laughs> Just make a note about that one. And we go on to you, Graham Garden. <laughs> it comes from the old French. And... Uh, the phrase in French is le tel temps, which is literally untranslatable, but as close as you could get would be, so what? <laughs> le tel temps, they cry. If, for example, a, a jazzer was to stand up and toot out bad penny blues on his trumpet, the French audience might turn to their friends and say, le tel temps, so what? That's what it means. Fair yeah. enough. Little to right. Fair enough. Le tel temps, so what? The audience right. are saying it now. Can you hear it? Right, Mike Harding. Littleton is, in fact, uh, a word of Cumbrian origin. It dates from 18th century England, 18th century Cumbria in particular. And Littleton is a feather bolster that was used in bundling. Bundling was a tradition that arose somewhere around about the 17th century. In the 18th century, if you actually look at parish register, you'll see that the average age of marriage was 27 years and the onset of puberty was somewhere around about 14. This meant that, any mathematician could tell you, this meant 13 years of biting the fireplace and kicking the crumb horn <laughs> and waiting at tumbrel terminuses and kissing your good lady goodnight as she went off into the darkness of 18th century England. There was nowhere, in other words, that couples could go to court each other to have a good court, as they used to say. The woods were full of desperate men and the hills were full of desperate women because nobody invented roads so far. <laughs> <laughs> So the custom grew of, of people lying together. This was called bundling, so they could get to know each other. And they had a feather bolster with sharp bodykins in it, which would puncture your ego if you tried to cross the, the forbidden line. And this tradition of bungling, or climbing in the window of your loved one, degenerated into... Uh, the word actually degenerated and became burgling. <laughs> so, a littleton... This is longer than Thornburg. <laughs> I know, but it isn't costing as much. It's yet. better. Uh, so, Littleton is a bolster that they used to put between courting couples. It's a corruption of the Cumbrian light till dawn, or little dawn. Littleton. And that's the actual truth. And may I stop my vittles if I'm wrong, sir? <laughs> right. Well, I've got a, a fine selection here. Uh, I didn't like Barry's definition particularly. Apart from anything else, he didn't plug Bad Penny Blues. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand Willie's. I've got nothing to understand. <laughs> French, so what? It's got a ring of uh, authenticity about it, hasn't it? Yeah. No, <laughs> As for the feather bolster, goodness me. We learnt a lot then, I must admit. I'm going to go for that one, actually. I'm going to go for Mike Harding's definition of feather bolster because it was very ingenious, didn't you think? Mm. Mm. Oh, <laughs> no, no. That's southern for long. <laughs> In 11 series, I've never heard a noise before from the audience like that. They were talking in their sleep, I think. <laughs> so, will you tell me whether it's true or a bluff? Mike Harding. A bluff. 
Well, so who has the true definition? Oh, who would have thought? Who would have? Well, I never. Good Lord. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Amazing, that's isn't, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> now then, that uh, brings us to a tiebreaker. And what better for a tiebreaker than another round of Mornington Crescent? Uh, actually, you may remember the Mornington Crescent digital competition we set five weeks ago. Using a computer, we asked you to find the shortest payable route from Baker Street to Mornington Crescent. Well, we now have the results. I'm sorry about the long delay, but we had to verify it using the BBC computer, or pocket calculator, <laughs> to give it its technical name. I'm going to give you the answer now. It's Baker Street, Westbourne Grove, Gantz Hill, Mornington Crescent. Well, obviously the uh, competition was closed to people taking part in this program, but the first name out of the producer's toupee is... <laughs> First name out is Mr. T. Brooke Taylor. <laughs> well done, Mr. Brooke Taylor. You'll win a new set of floppy disks. And now, now on to this week's game, and we'll make it very simple since we have a novice playing. Okay, Barry? So, and we'll start now with you, Barry. Ladbrook Grove. Willie. Um, St. Andrew's Hill. St. Andrew's Hill. Yeah, that... South of St. Paul's. Yes. Clever move. Yes. Good. Right. Good Street. Mornington Crescent. Yes. Oh, you can. Yeah. 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 Our audience were there a little bit ahead of you, but still, <laughs> you got there in the end. So, Mike Harding is the winner of that round as well. We come to the point where I ask the teams for their late arrivals to announce the late arrivals at the Charities Ball. Brimming with confidence. Will you welcome, please, Mr. and Mrs. Aid and their daughter, Christine Aid. And her friend, Maundy Rice David. And her ox, Fam. <laughs> Closely followed by the rabbit family, Buck, She and Donation. <coughs> Mr. and Mrs. Day and their son, Poppy. <laughs> the Species and their daughter, Iris. Mr. and Mrs. Concern and <laughs> West Country son, Adj Concern. <laughs> oh, there's, there's Charity Biggins. I thought she was at home. <laughs> oh. I like it, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I'm believing that Charity begins at home. There's Mr. and Mrs. from Armenia. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. does a quid till payday. <laughs> Son from Bradford. Len does a quid to find With his girlfriend, Anne Doubt. <laughs> There's Faith, Hope and Charity and the Graces of Three is a 15% VAT. <laughs> That's a political point I'm making. Well, the Ukrainian couple, Mr. and Mrs. Yorandin and the Cockney relative, Gert Yorandin. Ah. <laughs> oh. There's Grace. I'd like to do her a favour. Now then. <laughs> no, no, she's got a boyfriend with her, Benny Fitz. <laughs> the uh, e Egyptian couple, Kitchen, <laughs> and their daughter Sue, Kitchen. 
I think I know them. <laughs> There's an old chap over there, the magistrate, known to us all affectionately as Beak West. And the people who really believe in charity beginning at home, the Russian couple from Irkutsk, Mr. and Mrs. Um Sugarloaf, and their son borrows some sugar. <laughs> There's Witch Hazel, she's the Covenant. From Wales. And why not? <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Sports and their anti blood. <laughs> and Mr. and Mrs. Vation and their daughter Sal. And not forgetting Mr. and Mrs. Keep going, Keep was never like Mr. this. Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Sanctuary. And the uh, Spanish cousin Don Key <laughs> Before we get letters saying that Willie really Rushton hogs the show <laughs> on which high spot, ladies and gentlemen, let's say that Mike Harding's uh, had a runaway win this week. And so from him and them and all of us, good night. Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, Willie Rushton and Mike Harding were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Paul Mayhew Archer. <laughs> <laughs>